are Locked On Wildcats. Your daily podcast on the Arizona Wildcats. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Thanks for making the Locked On Wildcats podcast your first listen of the day. Being that it is uh, 3.40, we appreciate your uh, your steady hand and your stick to it With John Schuster, I'm merely Mike Luke. John Schuster has been out of town but is back. Hello, John Schuster. Hello, Mike Luke. Yes, uh, now that uh, I am back into town, we don't need to tell everybody that I am going out of town because I am back into town and... Uh, you know, with the immense amount of uh, valuables that I clearly possess, like this impressive uh, Columbo print in the background, uh, you know, now I know that it is safe again so that we can say, hey, it's nice to be back. How are you, Mike Luke? Hope things not, are going not, well. Not too bad. You know, I know when you go out of town, did you make some money or anything? Uh, well, you, you know, I make, I make great experiences. I make immense amounts of money. Nobody travels with a profit margin as well as I do. There are never any glitches, never any glitches in any of the potential plans that I put into place. Nor would we expect Nothing there to be glitches. Nothing but smooth sailing. It's kind of like the boredom of watching, I don't know, the Phoenix Suns in the playoffs. You just know it's going to be smooth sailing the whole time. Never any rough waves. Never any concerns. It's almost boring how pedestrian it ultimately all is. All right, so let's talk about the Phoenix Suns. That was maybe the most wretched performance that I've seen in a, well, let's be honest, in a Game 7 at home that you can possibly, and you uh, that you could even possibly come up with. You and I were talking about it afterwards, but uh, you talk about a group of guys that, and we're, we're good. We're good. There was no hustle. There was no nothing. Forget the fact they couldn't make anything. It didn't even look like they wanted to be there. Yeah, it was uh, weird. Uh, and and I think you're not the only one who feels that way. I think uh, pretty much everybody who's analyzed that game is trying to work into their uh, memory banks of instances that were comparable, and they're having a hard time finding them. Uh, so, yeah, it was a from a sports adjective standpoint, it was a catastrophic disaster, uh, which for a franchise that has had its share of issues, and that's what happens when you haven't won a title, uh, this one is going to be remembered for a long time, and there are a lot of things about it uh, that are perplexing. And I think the the dramatic destruction of what occurred is one of those head scratchers. The other is, you know, the numerous issues. When you get into the why, there are so many potential whys, but none of it really makes sense. And when none of it adds up as well as it should, that's when you start to try to figure out what's going on and it kind of perplexes you a little bit. And I think, you know, the Suns fall under a category of just being very perplexing right now. Let's talk about the Suns. I, I can all, I can generally talk, or I can generally find a new Phoenix Suns fan, not generally by the freshly minted Chris Paul or DeAndre Ayton jersey, but by the ones that think that they have championships in the bag, the ones that they think that success will just rain upon them. That does not happen to the Phoenix Suns. Even when you think it will, something will happen. Now, in the past... I could always come up with some reason as to why it didn't happen. You know, 1993, Cedric Sabalos, Richard Dumas, 
two guys who certainly could have helped against the Chicago Bulls, not really ready, not really able to play. 2007, we all know about the Steve Nash, uh, Amari Stoudemire situation. This one, but those were embarrassing situations. What you watched last night was just embarrassing. It was humiliating on a multitude of different levels, John Schuster. And the fact that it was a multitude of different levels makes it odd. Even last year, um, the Suns obviously advanced further and then had the collapse late uh, in the Milwaukee series, which uh, has become a pattern, uh, as we're well aware. One of the storylines that it's being discussed today is that Chris Paul has now been involved in five playoff series where his teams have had 2-0 leads and they've lost. Uh, mm-hmm. That happened last year in the finals, and it uh, obviously uh, concluded uh, yesterday slash Sunday uh, as well. But you can't use the excuse that anybody was hurt. Last year, you could say Paul had a bad hand, and right. that you know contributed toward things working against them. But the Suns were healthy. The Suns had the best overall record. The Suns were up 2-0 and 3-2 in this series and had home court advantage in Game 7. So there were a lot of things that should have worked in their favor. I think they're the better team or should have been the better team. And, you know, clearly that didn't play out. And again, I think there are a variety of reasons that perhaps as our conversation continues, we can rank sort of uh, slot into one, two, three, four, uh, before we get all the way to about 73, all of which are legitimate in contributing to this uh, uh, on-court disaster. One thing that is very legitimate, though, is the Get Upside app. Now, gas prices are incredibly expensive. We all know that. Go to, the, go to the gas pumps right now and use promo word SCORE because we are a college, not a professional network right there, and get 25 cents off off your next free fill-up. All right, we'll be right back. Thanks for keeping it locked on, Wildcats. All right, now with John Schuster, I'm Mike Luke. Tomorrow we're going to talk about uh, DeAndre Ayton and all this, but I wanted to talk a little bit about Luka Doncic here first. Um Every now and then you feel like there's a moment when somebody arrives really into the national, uh, you know, where people know about you, but you really arrive into the national consciousness. I think that, you know, Michael Jordan uh, going for 63 in the garden, people obviously knew who Michael Jordan was, but I think at that point, that's when you're like, oh, this guy's a little bit different. Um, I kind of wonder if this playoff series was that moment for people where you're like, all right, this is somebody that you're going to have to keep a really close eye on for the next 10 years. Is that the role of the Suns now? Is that it is. Because I think that's a good way of putting years, it. In the last two years, this has been the case. Right. Uh, you, you know, folks in the NBA obviously knew who Giannis was. Uh, right. But as a result of his superlative performance in the finals, where he separated himself uh, uh, from the ability of a former number one pick in the draft, as that series progressed, he became one of the new up-and-coming, rising uh, stars of the league. Right. And now Doncic is, <laughs> is, right. is in Doncic's that category right there as, well. as well. And so here you, have, here you have the Suns. It's like they're anointing everybody. Uh, right. It's not really what you want. You kind of want uh, the Devin Booker to be that guy. You kind of right. want DeAndre Ayton to be that guy. At some point, the Suns should be anoint, you know, anointing their own talent as opposed to everybody else's. Uh, yeah, and that's, I think, the problem is that um, you, it just looked too like like Luka Doncic wanted it. And also, the Suns made stars out of players that shouldn't be stars. You know what? If I'll tell you what. Let's take let's take a quick break. I've got to tell you about Built Bar because Luka Doncic certainly does not look like he lives in the weight room. 
But if he did consume Built Bar, you might be looking at Michael Jordan at that point. Luka Doncic, that is my challenge to you. Consume more Built Bar than you're consuming right now, and you will come back, and you will be maybe the best player that this world has ever seen. Built Bar, be right back. Thanks for keeping it locked on, Wildcats. All right, Schuster. Um, yes, Lukester. Yeah, Schuster and the Lukester. The uh, – the thing, too, with these sons, you turn guys like Jalen Brunson into superstars. That can't happen. I mean, it's one thing if you're going to get 37 from Doncic, he's going to do that. But when guys like uh, when guys like Spencer Dinwiddie and Jalen Brunson are combining for 60 points, that's going to kill you right there. Yeah, and this is where, you know, the Suns contributors were not very good in the playoffs and certainly terrible down, down, down the stretch against Dallas. And the difference is that when you have a superstar – and again, when we talk about Phoenix, we may be talking about this on a bunch of podcasts with various issues that crop up. So apologies in advance when I say something like the problem is dot, dot, dot. The reality with Phoenix is that the problem is dot, 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 a lot of damn different things. Uh, so we'll get that out of the way right now. Here's one of the dot, dot, dots that we're talking about with Doncic. He was able to get important contributions from Brunson and important contributions from Dinwiddie. And defensively, Bullock was really good, too. And right. that allowed Dallas to figure out whatever strategy they needed to utilize to get a big W in Game 7. Meanwhile, Booker is your superstar. And Booker wasn't able to get contribution. When Booker was terrible, there was nobody else who was able to step up and contribute effectively. So, uh, yeah, that aspect of the two teams was certainly in play there. And it's one of the weird things about Dallas. And I think one of the weird things you and I thought going into this series, certainly I felt this way. I thought the Suns were going to win this series in five. Right. And was more confident about that uh, when they won the first two was in such dominant fashion. And I thought it was going to play out where Doncic, yeah, Doncic's the best guy on the floor. But Phoenix is better at spot two, three, four, five, and six. And the team is going to be better than one guy. And that's how it started early. And then Dallas made necessary adjustments, got the contributions they needed, and uh, they move on to face Golden State. And Phoenix is scratching its head trying to figure out what the hell's going on. All right. We'll be back with you tomorrow talking about DeAndre Ayton. What do you do with this guy? For John Schuster, I'm Mike Luke. Thanks for listening to Locked On Wildcats.